for all my people out there that got a job. Roll around, sitting on doves, cat night hours, high on shrubs, cooling in my Escalade. Man, I'm paid, I got it made. Take me to your special place. Close your eyes, show me your face. I'm gonna piss on it. Haters wanna hate, lovers wanna love. I don't even want none of the above. I want to piss on you. Yes, I do. I pee on you. I piss on you. Said your body, your body is my porta potty. And a PI kick, nigga, it knows karate, knows karate. I wanna pee on you, drip, 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 pee on you, grub on you, on you, on you, you make me feel quite the same. When you get a whiff, of my harshest things. I want to poop on you too. Woo! I want to pee in your food. Hmm. Only thing made my life complete is when I turn your face to a toilet seat. I'm gonna piss on it. Ah! <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Breathe the Black Sheep. I'm your host, Breathe the Black Sheep, the Black Bachelorette, self-proclaimed. Because I don't want these niggas, these niggas want me. And yes... That was Dave Chappelle's pee on you in honor of my girl, Young Miami, telling the world that she loves golden showers. I had to bring it back for y'all, okay? One of my favorite episodes of Dave Chappelle. We do not condone that nigga who went to jail and who we making fun of, but we do love a good skit, okay? How y'all been, okay? It's been a crazy ass week for me. I am so fucking excited. I feel so powerful. I feel so in my bag, okay? A bitch worked four jobs last week. Four. I recorded my podcast. I worked my full-time job. I worked a whole nother job working at Raw Honey. I told y'all about the Raw Honey events. Gabrielle had me come out and work like this dope-ass like um, MLK weekend. And it was it was cute, y'all. I got like so many women came up to me to get my number and even the bartender was was hitting on your girl um it was cute it was i felt very much it's very weird because when i am dressing to the nines i'm cute as fuck i look like in my film bag just like outstandingly 10 on the feminine side i am not approached but when i put on i literally had no makeup on i smelled good i had a jersey on with some sneakers so when I was dancing, people were like gravitating towards me. I tried to walk out. A girl came over and was like, where are you going? Okay, give me your number. Um, so it was exciting. And the fourth thing that I did, I was a part of Quincy's event. Quincy had prompted this, this amazing idea for Black History Month and basically like wanted to call in white people about the industry and the way black people's hair has been done. And it was amazing. It was Quincy basically cultivated this idea. Our girl Yale was the director and then our girl Takara was the screenwriter. So it was just black women all on set. It was black hands everywhere. It was spectacular. I was so happy to be a part of it. So I was assisting on set, going in, running around like a, a chicken with the head cut off, just making sure everything was good, checking on people, vibe check everywhere, helping wherever I can, just hands, hands everywhere. Um, It was so dope connecting with other black people, being on a black ass set. And just, you know, 
everyone felt it. Everyone felt that this was like an amazing moment for black people, like black women, especially. And when black women have their hands on things, what is going to end up being greatness. So this week was amazing. I also have my volleyball game. I know y'all saw me online cussing out my my um, teammates, but actually everyone got their shit together and we won. And I also did not play the best. I made two mistakes and y'all know I love to play perfect. So those two mistakes pissed me off. All night long. Um, I know I cannot be perfect, but in volleyball, I kind of am. Okay. I'm that girl. And they even be telling me, so I'm happy about that. But I will say, I take back everything I No, I don't. I'll take back nothing. Okay. I don't regret nothing. But I do. I am proud of my team and I'm glad they showed up. And we have a new teammate. Shout out to Ashley, which is Samantha's friend, my my homegirl, the white girl I love. Her friend Ashley joined and she was good. So I'm like, yes. I was just, it was exciting. I um, had an amazing week that let me know like my value, my purpose, let me like really feel that I am needed in this world. I am beneficial to this world and I'm doing all the things that I'm setting out to do. Also, create a bingo vision board. You know, everyone makes vision boards. Do a bingo version because I'm competitive. So I want to do the things and cross these things off the bingo board list. So I am extremely excited about 2023 we understand where we are in the world and what's going on but with as much fucked up shit it just means more work for black women to do because y'all love to act like we the superheroes of the world so there's even more avenues for me to be fixing shit because we know y'all niggas ain't about to do it so with all that being said and understood um let's get these nuts off okay these nuts <laughs> got it my first nut it's going to Miami, okay? We're going we gonna to spin a block on what the fuck I just came and talked about. So, Young Miami did her podcast, which is just so juicy. Y'all niggas love it. And I like it because podcasts be messy. I have a podcast, but these these podcasts that y'all love be like horrible hotep nigga shit. So, for a woman to be on there and be like actually empowering other women and just talking about freak nasty shit and just being goofy and funny. I love it. I live for it. So she had Trina on and there was a clip circulating (laughs) talking about freak nasty shit. And she admitted that she likes when niggas pee on her. Now, what I will say, not for me. I really don't even like bodily fluids like that. Y'all know I'm nasty. So nut in me, I swallow. I don't want you nutting on my face. I don't want you peeing on me. No, no, no. Take it. I don't want it. Give it back. Okay. But we don't kink shame over here. So get it how you live. I love that young Miami ain't afraid to be like, I don't give a fuck. She is really in her. I don't give a fuck. And I'm living my best black ass life. And I'm always going to stand. And Trina. Okay. We love Trina. So to have those two amazing girls together, I'm with it. And we've we've been seeing y'all Twitter. We've been seeing Twitter and y'all talking about calling P. Diddy, P. Diddy. Stop it. Okay? Let that girl do what she do. Anyways, my second nut. You know, since we talking about Florida, since we talking about Young Miami, since we talking about Queen of the South. Let's just go on and talk about how Florida's educational system is on their bullshit. My next night is the fact that the Florida Department of Education blocks advanced placement courses on African-American studies from being offered in high schools. Damn niggas dead ass told us y'all little black shit ain't important to us. Black people, people being educated about uh, black history, 
other races of people being educated about black history so y'all don't continue to be treated so poorly that ain't important to us that does that doesn't mean shit to us like so like i said again even more work for us to do in this world because they on some hoe ass shit it's like blatant racism the south is really like that it's like that nigga it's really really like that and it's really sad that like we have to convince white people who created this system to oppress us that our history is important that other people learning our history is important it's really really sad that this is happening in 2023 but like i said evil is working against us and when it's the system was designed by the people who are fucking evil white supremacists what do we expect and i'm at the point where i'm like fuck this country we need to black people let's go back to our motherland africa make that shit pop get unity if we all unite back to our motherland what they gonna do let the white people have this country let them have that shit let them have the south stop i'm at the point where it's like unless we go into war what we gonna do what how we fighting a system that was not made for us we gonna keep getting jailed for it shot for it killed for it and i'm over that shit i'm like revolt okay (sighs) but i'm gonna keep it on a positive note my next nut goes to Shakira, Shakira, I, um, Shakira, (laughs) Shakira, she, they just, you know, released the fact, uh, released the reason on how Shakira found out that her husband was cheating on her. And what we do love, I know y'all niggas love true crime, but you know, I love a, a detective, you know, I love when women just get that intuition and they're like okay forensics you know women in tech all right Shakira is it Shakira should I be saying Shakira do I sound dumb Shakira 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 um Shakira found out that her husband was cheating on her simply because when she came home her strawberry jam was gone it was missing it was had had a lot of it eaten out of uh, the jar and she knew that her husband of all these years did not like strawberry jam. And what did she do? Put two and two together. Because what women have is intuition always. I'm suspecting and my strawberry jam is missing. And nigga, you allergic? You don't like it? Oh, no, nah, you cheating. You cheating. And we all be swearing up and down. Women jump to conclusions. They be jumping right up in the goal. Swish. We be knowing. Women be knowing. So it, my second that goes out to you, Shakira, because that is amazing. And the fact that she left, like, girl, you better stand in that. You better stand all up in that. Listen, this is a quick note, but I need to get this one off. So the governor's ball is coming up this year. It's June 9th to 11th, 2023, right? It's in the summer. And I was so excited about it because I'm like, oh, look at this lineup. Lizzo's headlining Friday. Odessa's headlining Saturday. Little Baby will be there. Coffee's going to be there on Saturday. Uh, My people, my teens. And then on Sunday, Kendrick Lamar is headlining. Lil Nas X. Nobody gives a fuck about Givion after what he did to Justine Skye. I don't know who the fuck Sophie Turker is, but also Pink Pinterest will be there. Their music is so good. Um, I was excited. I literally wrote and was like, somebody buy me tickets to this because I need things. And then I got to actually look in close, more closely into the, into the um, performing acts. And I am really sick of white people, okay? Because white people will cancel black people for doing everything. Admittedly, I mean, rightfully so. Like, canceling little i mean what's that nigga name the baby i forgot we forgot who he was already canceling the baby for being homophobic just canceling boosie rightfully so these niggas deserve to be canceled but also trying to low-key cancel lizzo for saying spaz y'all will hold black people to the standard but diplo 
is still performing. Diplo, who we know grooms underage women constantly, who almost ruined so many young black women's lives. Like, that's disgusting. And even with all the reports and the traction gained from all his problematic behavior, Diplo is still performing and paid for a huge thing like this. And Sabrina Claudio, Sabrina Claudio, who had all that shit to say about black women, had a whole Twitter dedicated to talking shit about black women while making R&B type music. You see how these hoes be doing? But if you light-skinned, white-skinned, not even light-skinned, because that hoe is white-passing Puerto Rican. You know how the white-passing Puerto Ricans be acting. Um, Them hoes is horrible. Like, just like white people, when you are white-adjacent, they will allow you to get away with this shit. They are still paying these people. If you don't know what Sabrina Claudio has done, please go look up her horrific tweets about black women. And even doubling down on it and saying she really missed having that Twitter account. She literally put herself in the fire. Like was like, I miss talking shit about black women. Oh, it was terrible the shit she said. And I'm just like, these people are still getting paid. These people are, are, are not getting canceled. They won't have very celebrity fame but it's just like chris brown still being your fave still going on stage and i really want us to low-key go to this shit and boycott it if it wasn't for me paying my money knowing i would get kicked out if i tried to boycott i would fucking go just to do it just to watch little nas x pink pantherist and then when it gets to her low ass um head i mean what is she low ass performing because she's very close to the bottom i would be severely boycotting girl cutting yeah. Anyways, my next night, since we're on the train of hating black women, because y'all love us so much, really being homophobic or being like transphobic, racist, it just means you're really obsessed with them people. You're so obsessed with them so much that you hate them. When people hate me, you love me. You love me so much that you can't get enough of me. That's what it really is. So my next night goes to this horrible ass chef, Chef Way. And if you haven't heard about this, go look this up because I'm not going into all the details, but Chef Way got all this traction and fame from his octels and having this amazing recipe. This is a black man, right? And he just got a job at the DA's office. Well, come to find out four years ago, this man is 40 years old. So four years ago was he was 36, a grown ass man older than me, old enough to be my daddy. No, I guess he'll be six. Old enough to know better, ho. And he had all of these tweets. Y'all y'all love getting yourselves in trouble with Twitter. Y'all love telling all y'all selves. And we love it. Keep doing it. Keep telling us how much you hate us. Don't do it in secrecy so we can know. And he had all these tweets basically calling black women garbage, saying that they're putting up pictures of a normal looking pretty black woman with the garbage. And it was specifically darker skin and big black women. And this is a brown skinned black man. So, you know, black men love to do this because they hate themselves and hate black people and hate blackness. And of course, his wife is not black. She's something of a fetish. And even saying that we black women are punching bags and we deserve to be beat. And then a woman who had gotten raped and, har- and harassed and I mean, raped and um, beaten was trying to fight it. She was talking about being at the lowest of her low and being suicidal. He responded to that and told her to kill herself. This is someone who four l- years later has a DA job, DA DA's position, making decisions for black women on what on the fate of our lives, giving us more, whether he can give us lenient or more time. And you know what he's going to choose for small crime or, or small things. And it's awful because these that shows he has preemptive bias that shows that like he's severely anti-black and hates black women. But he's deciding the fate of so many black women for very, very small crime like parking tickets all type of very minuscule things so 
We called for his recognition, but of course, the woman who hired him, a white woman who probably feels exactly how he feels about black people and black women. And niggas love these type of people until it comes back to them. Uh, she stood by her decision to hire him. She was like, people make mistakes. And it was four years ago and he was a grown ass man, but he it was it was awful. And he should be forgiven for his mistakes. The thing is. People need to be forgiven and get the fuck up out of the way. You can be forgiven, but if you don't ever go through trainings, severe um, like therapy to unlearn what you have been learning and what you've been feeling, then you are still that same person, period. Like if you ain't been to like through an intensive program to to shape sensitivity training to shape your mind and make you feel differently than the things you said four years ago, you that same nigga with that same fetish as preference of a wife so yeah i hope you get fired and i emailed that nigga and i signed a petition to get him off the DA, da's office but it's also run by a white woman who feels the way he feels so the system is fucked all right my last and final nut because we ain't we ain't ending this on some niggery okay no niggery no nigga shit we are ending this on a high note Naomi Osaka is pregnant and I'm sorry but this hit like Kiki Palmer not as much because we love us Kiki Palmer baby that's Kiki Palmer but it hit and like it was just so beautiful and sweet just to know to see how private her and Corday's relationship is and how they've grown the things that Corday raps about are like actually things of substance the things that Naomi Osaka fights for the fight the fact that she always stands up for her Japanese heritage as well as her um, Jamaican is it Jamaican or Haitian oh I want to fact check that because I don't want to be wrong someone fact check that for me um, heritage her her black heritage as well um, I just I really enjoy these two people they're so cute okay I'm, I'm rooting for the light skins I am and this light skinned ass baby and I'm just really excited for her to do this journey of motherhood I'm going to stop there I'm not going to talk about the 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 world and where we're at. I'm just going to let a black woman, a biracial, really just enjoy her moment because I am so excited for her. And any black babies in this world, we're going to want to protect. We're going to be happy for because babies are blessings. And I really, the the message she penned and she put it in all different languages. I'm just like, she's excited. And at first I'm like, she's a baby. What's going on? But then I'm like, this girl, like 26 girl, my first baby was at 19. Let me shut the fuck up. And I'm just happy for her, okay? We're not always rooting for the light skins, but we like them. All right. Okay, let's take a break. I'm going to go in here and eat some, emo, eat some emo. Eat some oatmeal real quick, and we'll be back. All right, I'm back, y'all. And I have been trying to get into that space to talk about this next issue, but it has been in the headlines all week, all last week, so... Let's get into colorism. And I know I've talked about being biracial versus being full black. And it's kind of piggybacking off of that. But I really want to get into the depths of colorism so that all of the light skins in the world can really stop feeling that life is just as bad as being a dark skinned person. So I want to preface this by saying the actual definition of colorism is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with dark skin tones typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group okay the reverse of that the reverse of colorism is no colorism same way the reverse of racism is no racism there is no reverse 
colorism that equals anything except colorism not existing. So when light skinned people think that they have been experienced colorism by dark skinned people, you've just experienced bullying. The same bullying that dark skinned people have experienced, except worse, and a system has backed y'all, right? Let me get into the depths of this. So when people with darker skin, and I will use myself as an example, I am a brown skinned woman. Okay, I experienced colorism growing up because I was still darker than the majority of people in my family. There were a couple of boys who were darker, but they don't experience it on the same level as women. It's still in the system, a huge deal. Right. But I'm talking about socially just from my experience. So I was darker than people in my family. And then I was like one of the darkest people in my school. I went to an all Spanish school. So it's usually prevalent in black culture, but it can still be used from other races because oh let's let the damn ambulance go by and try to not to be annoyed and hope that no one's dying okay so other races definitely treated my lighter skinned friends better and they had more you know like credibility so let's just say if i say something or i'm complaining about being in pain or i'm complaining that this isn't fair everyone's like shut up you're dramatic you're a cry baby you're blah blah versus a light-skinned person especially with looser hair texture saying those same exact things and people being like true or caring about their feelings when you are darker skinned people absolutely do not care about your feelings i'm watching my dark-skinned daughter who is even darker than me go through this at an extreme rate in her life to the point where she's outcasted in friend groups if she doesn't do exactly what they want which is why a lot of dark-skinned women are flunky friends and what i've realized as i get older is people don't care about other people's feelings men don't care about listening to women unless you are desirable to them and that goes in all rooms but especially as a woman as a woman in our society, if you get social access by how you present, how you look, how you talk, how you behave, being more submissive, you that's why pick me's are such a huge deal to men because the patriarch runs the world. So when you are less desirable to people, you're already black. That's less desirable to everyone in the world. But then when you are darker skinned, that is even more desirable. So it's even harder to have anyone care about your feelings, listen to you, or allow you into rooms. Light-skinned women make more uh, money than dark-skinned women. So it's like, there's no reverse to that. There's no times when it's just a whole bunch of dark-skinned women who got together or dark-skinned people who don't allow light-skinned people in the room. Like, that never happens. And even for a lot of light-skinned people who swear up and down the one time they got bullied growing up, that didn't follow them into adulthood. You don't see videos where everyone's dark-skinned and if you're light-skinned, you can't be on set. That don't happen. So, yeah, light-skinned women will make more money. You see that all the NBA players or celebrities or NFL players, the moment they get higher up in the world, the, the women get lighter. And even I was watching one-on-one with uh, Zuri, and I realized, like, all those old UPN shows, as the seasons went on, all of Flex girlfriends went from being brown-skinned black woman literally to the lightest-skinned black woman to a biracial and then to a non-black woman. It's like... The closer you are, the closest proximity to whiteness that you are, the better you will be treated in the world. And there's no reverse to that. And with colorism, it's 
the like sister to racism, but it's also even harder to explain because with racism, the worst part about it is it wastes your time. You're trying to get people to really realize that it exists and then get them to understand how it affects you. Colorism, people don't even believe you when it exists. When I told my family about how badly I was treated, they were like, everyone gets bullied. Everyone gets talked about. You're just a better black woman. They told me that. They told me I was a better black woman in those words. And versus light-skinned women don't get treated like that. And... At the end of the day, like I say, it bothers me less as an adult because I see that women across the board get treated like shit in relationships. But those women will be like, um, what is the word? Here comes the goddamn ambulance. What what, what are y'all doing? Are y'all stopping on my street? Women like that will be like gallivanted around. They'll be the trophy wise, the ones that they show off. Even if they behind closed doors, beating the fuck out of them, treating them horribly like I eat the baby. You see how he treated. And that's colorism because this bitch even thought she was like, like it was racism and colorism because she swore up and down she was a light skin, uh, yellow bone. And you see, she made that song because she specifically thought her being a quote unquote yellow bone, even though she's not even black, made her above a brown skin woman. You do not see brown skin, dark skin women running around thinking that specifically because our skin is darker, we look more attractive than a light skin woman because we know the moment that we like even like outwardly proclaim how much we look good or how we like love ourselves it is a debate the moment Lizzo says how much she loves herself and how good she looks it's a debate the moment that Meg the Stallion is so into herself and and so like oh fuck these niggas it's a debate but then the Cardi B's of the world the mulattoes the uh or big lotto whatever she changed her name to the Beyonce's they can say how good they look and everyone's like yeah we know we know that she's fine, but it is always debatable when a darker skinned woman. So colorism works in that way. It also works in a way of it's it, it, like including everyone, men and women, dark skinned people get harsher sentences. They spend more time in jail. They are mainly when people are gunned down by the police, they are darker skinned people. You hardly see any light skinned or biracial people ever getting targeted by the police, ever getting shot up. It rarely ever happens. And this is why there's no system that protects or stands by dark skin people. This is why it will never be the same in reverse. And like, even in the school systems, like in Africa, when someone is in the places in Africa right now to this day where children are allowed to be paddled and whooped and, and spanked in um, school, it's a huge Colorism is a huge part of that conversation because when someone's lighter skin, they will do the same behaviors as a darker skin person and they won't get treated the same because they won't get paddled. Or it's like when they do a certain thing, it's like they're not giving attitude. They just don't understand versus when a dark skin girl is like, wait, that doesn't make sense. What does this mean? And she's asking questions to the teacher. It's like, oh, paddle her. Don't you dare talk out of line versus that being a light skin person. And then also light skin people bruise easier. So I'm not about to choke this girl, hit this girl, slap this girl, powder this girl because she'll bruise and then it'll look like it's abusive. Dark skinned people don't bruise the same. It may turn purple, but it's closer to your skin color. So it's like they get powdered less. They literally did a study on this in Africa and saw that most of the people who are being punished are darker skinned. So you can't just pretend or think that dark skinned women just came out angry or came out. Um, it's just in our genetics that the darker you are, because I had this debate with someone in my family. They were like, dark skinned people are more aggressive. No, dark skinned people have to be more vocal to be heard. We have to be aggressive and stand up for ourselves because we are treated the worst. So I really wish people understood the like, just how badly it goes. And it's like the same way that if you are a white person dating a black person, 
and you're not actively talking about racism, if you are a light-skinned person, a dark-skinned person in a relationship, in a friendship, and you're not act in community with with people or in working at the same job, if y'all are not actively talking about how colorism impacts you, you are upholding it. You may not realize that your dark skin friend is your flunky friend to you or you are like happy that she like caters to you. Like I've had a lot of light skin friends. I know I've talked to you about this who I could no longer be friends with because in non-black women, because they saw me as like, just be happy you here. Just be happy that I am your friend because I am the prize and I'm supposed to be second to them. And it's like, it's, we both play into it because growing up, I thought those people were more beautiful. And even me talking to like, um, Zuri and her, when she was growing up, she would always see like light skin girls in videos or curly hair, plain faced, just had light skin and curly hair. And she'd be like, they're gorgeous. Look at them. And even going to her dance class and seeing the biracial girls with, with looser hair, everyone's clinging to them. Or how did you feel about this? What was your opinion? They treat them like they're the leaders. And all of these girls are darker skin. They can dance better, but they treat in the one girl who has lighter skin, who's cute and just so beautiful to them way better than everyone else. And it's like, I had to explain to Zuri. Okay. Why is that girl beautiful to you? Oh, well look at her hair. Okay. Well, what makes it so beautiful just because it's looser than your hair and she would get mad sometimes and it's like oh it doesn't mean I hate the way I look and I'm like yes but you're conditioned to feel like these women are so beautiful like even and I'm not saying that biracial women aren't we it's not taking away from lighter skinned women or people with looser hair but the closer you are and the more proximity you have to whiteness it Already we're growing up thinking that I honestly had no idea when I was growing up that dark skinned people could be together. Like in high school, my high school sweetheart and we shout out to you because we won the cutest couple um, was was a biracial boy, um, black mama. So, you know, he was on that side. Hey, he, he got the good genes. Um, and I truly thought that when you were dark skinned, I didn't even get like color. I didn't even know I was being treated differently because I was dark skinned. But I thought because I was dark skinned, I had to date a light skinned person because I had always grown up to everyone dark skinned with light skinned people. All these dark ass men with the most palest of pale black women. And I'm like, oh, OK, so I have to be with a light skinned person to be in a healthy, loving relationship. I honestly, it was literally programmed into me. No one was like, do this, but I had seen all the messages. I had heard all the rappers sing about nothing but light-skinned women. Oh, what did Lil Wayne say? Um, dark, what she, what did he say? She dark-skinned. And right on, he goes, beautiful, dark-skinned. I bet that bitch look better red. I bet she would look better as a red bone. So it's like, I didn't grow up thinking like, oh, I hate, I never hated light-skinned girls. Like, that's why when light-skinned girls continue to say, well, I got treated bad by dark-skinned girls. No, but there was no group of dark-skinned girls being like, we hate her because she came out light-skinned. There may have been jealousy or saw that this girl gets treated differently. But honestly, it'd be light-skinned girls who be having these horrible attitudes towards black women. And every time the conversation of colorism comes about, you always see light-skinned women being the leaders of this conversation you've never seen anyone put a dark-skinned girl on a podcast and say how have light-skinned women treated you you've only ever seen light-skinned girls get to use their voice because people care about their voice no one cares about a dark-skinned girl 
telling how terrible light skin girls treated us. Because even me talking about it, people just think I'm bitter. I love my skin. I love my darker skin. I don't want to look no different. I don't want to be no lighter. I love being black. I love being very secure in my blackness. I am black mixed with black. And that is the most beautiful thing to me, bitch. Um, so when I'm talking about how terribly I've been treated by light skin women all throughout my life, it's not about being bitter. It is literally just the truth. And if you're not deciding to listen to the reason I'm saying this or why I'm saying this, maybe it's you not wanting to hear me because I'm not desirable to you. I remember this week I got into it with these men online because this woman was saying, you know, black women are not a, what'd she say? Black women are not like basically a safe place for broken men. We're not here to fix broken men and all these, and, and to, to fix broken men or to help broke men, like literally don't have no money. We're not here to build them up. And all these men in the comments were going in on her. And I commented and I was like, y'all are just telling yourselves because if you're not a broke man who is going to black women for, to get built up why does this offend you and all of them tore me apart and was like look at you with your saggy titties you're so ugly that is always the first thing they say to darker skinned women because they know that everyone else will jump on board even if I look I was like y'all really want to convince fine ass women that we ugly just because I'm black and they're like who told you you were fine now if it's a light skinned woman they can't bring that up and I've heard this all throughout my life I've always heard the moment I got into it with a man they would always say ugly first always say ugly always and it and I would be like do these niggas see me because <laughs> I see me you can call me a lot of things but you ain't gonna call me ugly and I realized it's because I'm darker they know that they can do that and other people will jump on board and be like it's debatable someone told me or commented and was like she looked like little Dirk you compare me to a man because my skin is darker that's it no one does even with the most masculine looking um light-skinned woman because Danny Lay looks so masculine to me she's got a very broad um chin structure that if she was a darker skinned woman no one would think she was attractive she's got a very bird ass face let's just be real um i don't give a fuck about talking about that woman because she don't give a fuck about black women and no it's it's never debatable if this girl is fine because lighter skinned women are always seen as more attractive so that never works in reverse i'm really sick of the colorist um like discussion because it's never in support of like black darker people actually being heard darker voices you see that when anyone is ever talking about hair care they always go to tracy ellis ross and it irks my soul because i'm like if we're talking about black women our hair care why are we we using a biracial woman who in black culture still has the most like preference of, of hair and skin let's talk about what it's really like to have dark skin and coarse hair and talk about our hair care and talk about what we could do to have our voices out there, which is why it was so important about being a part of that project that I was on with Quincy and what she was like. Um, basically, the project was calling in, calling, not calling out, calling in white people to really understand what it's like for black people to be on set and to for them to not have people who can do our hair, to not see us as worthy and as valuable. So if we're going to talk about colorism, let's get the people who it actually affects. When we're talking about racism, are we just getting a whole bunch of white people to talk about it? What's that going to do? When we talk about colorism, get a whole bunch of dark skinned black women who are affected the most. And let's really hear what they have to say about it. So 
Uh, there's so much more I could talk about. And in terms of colorism, it's in, in jobs. When you go to work, the darker skinned women are usually the ones who have to go get coffee. Like literally when I was watching Wonder Years, they're the ones who have to do like the grunt work and looked at like they're supposed to versus if it's a lighter skinned woman, you automatically want to put them in places of, of privilege and power. Those are the women. Those are the people who we listen to their voices. And I saw it literally attending my daughter's dance class. You see that this girl was completely quiet. She was light skinned, but everyone was clinging to her for her skin. So you can see even from young ages, the effect that it has and how these kids internalize it and don't even realize because it's so deep in our society. It's the same way black people feel about themselves versus how they feel about white people and the access and social capital you get for being a white person for besides you know, versus being a white person. So it is the exact same thing within the black community. It is the exact same thing being light skinned versus being dark skinned as it is being a white person and being a black person. Truly within our just the black culture, you have so much access for being lighter skinned. I got to see just how differently my cousins got treated by my grandma, by, um, like others versus me being dark skinned and people just being annoyed that I'm even around being annoyed that why is she even here? And I had extremely great behavior. I was a straight A nerd. My mom raised me to be very like self-aware, disciplined, always mindful of my elders. But you see that my cousins who had lighter skin and who were kind of awful growing up due to them not having the most stable um, parenting and household how they were treated way better than me. And anytime they would do anything wrong, they would blame it on me. And I had a light-skinned friend in high school and every single time she ever got in trouble, her parents would bring me up, would would say that it was my fault or and I wouldn't even be around. When she lost her virginity, they were like, oh, your little dark-skinned friend. Of course, they didn't say that dark-skinned, but they were like, I bet she's the reason. They just saw me as bad. Like, just for having darker skin, that was just in, like built into their brain. And it all stems from slavery, unfortunately. Darker skinned people were put in the fields. Even the lighter skinned you were, you were treated better. And that has like progressed. The way we pass on, the way white people pass on um, privilege, generational privilege, black people have passed on generational trauma. So all the way from slavery till this day, it, which, you know, not too long ago, all of the Jim Crow era and um, slavery barely being abolished, you still have the people with lighter skin who were treated so much better carrying that on and then darker skin carrying that on and i know they make that funny joke that uh dark skin parents with light skin kids them kids always be bad that's because darker skin parents feel more prideful over over lighter skin children and treat them more delicate because that's the way they've been socially um taught so i wish people really knew like just how hard it is for us as dark skin people to exist in a world where we're already black we're already, um, for me, a woman, queer, and then to put darker skin on that. And I'm not even dark skin. I'm still a brown skin girl and I've dealt with it. So I can only imagine how my daughter is affected by it. And the last thing that I'm going to say is I'm going to talk about the word preference. Okay. Preference. Blah. Preference is apples and oranges, right? I love apples. I love oranges, but I prefer my preference is apples over oranges. I will still fuck around and fuck up an orange any day, all day. But I prefer apples. Two, prefer light-skinned women while treating dark-skinned women like trash, not even letting them in, talking shit about them, treating them like the flunky girls. That's not a preference. That's 
actually you being anti-black and colorist as fuck. Because we know that when dudes prefer light-skinned women, they're not dating dark-skinned women. They're not treating dark-skinned women with kindness, respect, integrity. They're talking to their mamas crazy. They're talking to their sisters crazy and treating girls with the lightest skin like desirable and speaking to them like they have more authority. That's the way it works. There is no preference. You preferring when women say they prefer dark skinned dudes, they will still date a light skinned dude who comes around um, and treats them good. But I just really like it. for dark skinned people who like other dark skinned people. That makes sense because there is no privilege in having a lighter skin, uh, a darker skinned person. Right. There's more privilege with a lot of women prefer darker skinned dudes because they see that as stronger. It's still like um, very ignorant, especially non-black women. You see the Kim Kardashians will only date di- darker skinned dudes. It's very fetishy. Um, but to call it preference when you only want to be around light-skinned girls, only want them in your videos, only want to pay them, only want to listen to their voices, only give them room to talk, grow, and be around. There's literally a paper bag rule for clubs still to this day. If you are not lighter than a paper bag, if you are not actual brown, the color on a crayon brown, you can't even get into places. So it's not preference. It's colorism. It's ignorant. And let's just do better and be more mindful when you hear darker women talk about this. If you are light skinned and a darker woman is talking about colorism or telling you how she's being treated, shut your ass up and listen. Because a lot of y'all will make friends with darker women with Afrocentric features because you know how you get treated. I've had so many friends bring me around black men um, and let their black men, their friends, guy friends, dates, talk to me crazy. Not hold the door open for me, slam doors in my face, all while them thinking it's so cute and funny. Or them talking shit about me in front of dudes because they know how it lets them look. That has happened to me in the past way too many times. And it has never happened the other way around. So do with that what you will. But you will shut the fuck up and respect my voice when I'm talking about it. (laughs) All right. We will be back. Okay, I'm back. And before I get into my Black Sheep of the Week, I completely forgot about this one huge thing about colorism. Skin bleaching. If you notice, a lot of people have it, it. One of the biggest selling creams in the world is skin bleaching cream to the point where women put the, put it on their babies when they're born are literally burning their skin to make it lighter because they know how their daughters will be or children, specifically women, will be treated in this world for being dark skin. Where in the world do you see anybody put in creams that burn their light-skinned children to make them darker? That just doesn't happen. Being outcasted as a light-skinned person by dark-skinned people may be some people's reality, but it is not colorism. It is not at the depths of what dark-skinned people go through to the point where all these celebrities are bleaching their skin. Michael Jackson changed his whole body white. Like, you get way treated and treated way differently in this world when you have lighter skin. There's a million dark-skinned girls who sing R&B, who are amazing writers, producers, artists, who get absolutely no doors open in the world, specifically because they're dark-skinned, and it is so blatant, so obvious. Um, But I didn't want to forget to mention that because it's awful, the things people will do to make sure that that they or their children have lighter skin because just how terribly we are treated, the darker that we are. Um, Moving on. I'm here to bring you guys my black sheep of the week. Of uh, the week. Black, black sheep of uh, the week. Hey, black sheep of uh, the week. <laughs> All right, y'all. This one is so beautiful to me. Okay. Fisk Universe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fisk 
FISK University makes history with first HBCU women's gymnastics team. So y'all are my black sheep of the week. Like in Nashville, Tennessee, a group of 16 women at Fisk University. It's one thing to divide to fight gravity, but it's another thing to do the same with tradition. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. I'm tripping over my words. Um, so the fact that before this, HBCUs did not have a gymnastics team. And I'm telling you right now, black people are coming for their things. They're coming for their things. Like if we get into every sport across the board, we're going to be winning them. And you know, they're going to start changing the rules because once we start taking over everything, they don't even know what to do. They don't know what to do. So I'm excited about this. I'm happy for them. They already made it to the uh, NCAA championship and i'm just like keep going y'all this is so so like amazing i'm just so proud and with the fact that simone biles and um gabby douglas are like the top of gymnastics it's so surprising that this hasn't even like that we don't have gymnastics team i didn't even know colleges had gymnastics team honestly just saying because i ain't never seen it so the fact that hbcus are now doing this hbcus need to start getting into all their bags like horseback riding swimming do you know black people will win everything y'all know this man so fist university all of these amazing 16 black women y'all are my black sheep of the week keep making strides for us in this world okay what i have been watching we're gonna start with avid elementary i love avid so much okay this past episode it was getting so juicy. We're finding out, like, everyone in school is starting to speckle of rumors of Gregory Lack and Janine. And you know, when the white boy finds out, everybody gonna know. So I am living for it. I'm just like, yes, unravel. Because it's like both of them think it. Like, Janine and Gregory think maybe, oh, they like me. But then it's like, oh, no, they don't. And it just, it's this weird vibe. And it's like, I'm with it. I'm I'm on it. I'm swimming with them. I'm just, I'm so invested in this story. And I love just seeing black nerds just be so like non-typical black people that you see on TV. And just, I'm like, get together. Not her going on this date with his friend. I'm just like, well, she's so innocent and sweet. It's so cute. Uh, I love Ava. I love that they're showing that Ava is, I mean, I used to have this when I used to teach. I had a one of the parents was like a hood black woman and she used to pick up her daughter and she used to just be talking crazy. And I'm like, oh, she's probably a terrible parent back in my anti-black, not woke days. And I got to know her and got to hang out with her and saw that like just because she come in and be like, girl, get your things. Let's go. Like it didn't mean she didn't love her child. She was just hood. And when I saw her, saw her house, saw how spoiled her daughter was, saw all the things she spoke to her daughter, how she was just always about her children. I was like, wow, you really think that when someone presents themselves a certain way or like Ava being a quote unquote scammer or doing what she got to do for herself, that it makes them a terrible person. But you see, she loved them kids. She talked shit about them kids. It's fucked them kids all day. But she loved them kids. She flamed that nigga up for having high waters. Hemsworth. <laughs> the Hemsworth child. But. And then she also was like, here, I got some extra pants for you. Her Ava pants. Um, she loved them kids, man. She loves them a different way. You know, we've been really taught white supremacy in this world. So we all think there's a certain way of being professional or handling things. And look at her. She owned a school. <laughs> I mean, it was so good. I love seeing the um, 
the janitor and the white man, you know, I can't remember their names, argue over this cat, show their very, very sensitive side or the janitor sensitive side because we already didn't see the white boy be very sensitive. Um, I just, what a great episode. I love this so, so much. Um, what else I've been watching? Okay. I watched the Scooby-Doo. Mending Kaling. There's a special a special place in hell for you, girl. Like you and your horrible ass brother who dressed up like a black man to get all this money and shit for for college, which really happened. Minnie Kaling's brother did that shit, dressed up like a black man. Um, yeah, her anti like brown behavior is it's got to stop. Okay, it's got to stop. We're ready to fight, bitch. We're ready to fight. We understand you don't like yourself, but bitch, don't come for other black women. You making it way too comfortable for these people to think it's okay and it's it's giving like you know the satire of the boondocks where it's like if other people watch this if white white people watching this they may really honestly think they can laugh at black people when black people watch it it's satire and it comes back around because you got riley being very niggatory and then huey being like this shit is not okay black people need to do better but in mindy kaling she just drops all these jokes about her being brown being hairy looking like whatever the fuck she'd be talking about they just going in on her for her looks and being fat and ugly and unattractive but it doesn't come back around it's not cute and she does this with um the sex life of college girls which is why it's so hard for me to watch that show and it still doesn't come around. It just shows two white girls having the best time of their lives and two a black and a brown girl having all these struggles that we actually have without showing us in good light. And stuff like Issa Rae and Abbott Elementary, it shows like hardships, but it shows us as black people still prospering. She don't do that shit. It's just all tropes and triumphs and terror. It's terrible. I'm like... White people love giving her shit and shows because she's very anti-brown and they love that shit. They like make as many things as you want because it's very coon-like behavior. I don't like it. So Scooby-Doo had a lot of goodness to it. But now Scooby, who is not a dog, is now a black woman. Nar. Nar. Y'all can have it. Take it. Take it. We don't want it. Uh, I don't think I've watched anything else lately. I'm trying to think. I honestly think I have been working so much I have not been watching nothing. Damn. That's all I got for y'all. Okay. Party favors. Psych. It's actually my micro of the week. <laughs> I totally forgot. But it's good because I was I didn't say party favors with much enthusiasm. So my micro of the week. Okay, we're already on the subject of colorism. So my micro of the week is going to the fact that my whole ho- my whole life. I was told even by my closest friends that I was pretty for a black girl. Specifically, I was pretty for a dark skinned girl all of the time. Has any light skinned girl ever heard that? Have you ever heard you're pretty for a light skinned girl? Ever? You may have heard you're pretty for a black girl if you're light skinned, but I'm saying specifically in the black community, has any black person ever told your light skinned ass you're pretty for a light skinned girl? No. Why? Because people deem light skinned women as pretty. There, hence your privilege. There goes your aha moment. Um, some of my Marco of the week is just if you want to compliment someone, just say that they're pretty. Don't bring up nothing else. Just shut up. Or how about just leave women alone? Just leave us alone. We just fine knowing how good we look. Um, yeah. Party favors. Okay. See, that was better. Um, know who you are. Know who you are. And when I say that, I mean... When you're going through any issues in your relationships, at work, friendships, if 
it's making you question who you are or second guess yourself or you feel like you're being gaslit. Literally know who you are. It makes it a lot easier to walk away from unhealthy things and unhealthy relationships when you have done the work to really get to the root of who you are truly as a person because uh, just having weird energy or people do weird stuff to you or like not want to be cool no more or just step out of your life for any fucking reason and it make you want to be like, what am I doing? Or well, I'm always having these types of issues. If you know who you are, you know how amazing that you are, the things you bring and how kind of a soul and spirit you are. Please don't let anyone try to tell you differently because people will gaslight the fuck out of you. Go to therapy, do the work and know that whoever you is ain't never changing. And that's just what it is because I am at this stage in 2023 where I know exactly who I am. You're not about to tell me different. You're not about to make me feel bad for the light that I bring. Um, so yeah, I hope y'all walk out with that. Um, welcome to my party. Goodbye. Have a good day. All right, y'all. Peace.